Welcome to Survivor Cast International. I'm Cody. I'm Jacqueline. And today on the pod, we're talking Survivor South Africa, Blood versus Water, episode number three, mate. Which is also day six, in case you didn't catch that. Day six. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So at the top of the pod, before we jump into the app. Yes. Pod being short for podcast, app being, being short, short for, for episode. episode. It saves me time. Um, I, I can't even, I'm shamelessly stealing that bit from Adam Todd Brown, a different podcaster. So I shouldn't even, that's no good. Um, <laughs> uh, I have some corrections from our good friend, Survivor UK Revived. Ah, oh, our friend across. He doing? He's doing great. I think he's thriving. That's great. If I had to guess, I haven't asked him directly, but just the vibes he's giving off are thriving vibes. Okay. So at Survivor Revived, the man's goal in life, or one of them, I don't want to assume, is to <laughs> revive Survivor UK. Yes. A worthy goal. I mean, you can assume that that is one of the goals. I mean, I think I know for a fact it's one of his life goals. <laughs> so uh, at Survivor Revived, he uh, tweeted us an info package, which just makes me think we definitely spoke about being confused on some things or just got some things wrong. I mean, I feel like that's our constant state of being on this podcast. Which is very American of us. I mean, kind of. Especially yeah. white American. We're mm. fucking privileged as fuck. Okay. So it is both season seven and nine. Oh. It's a reboot of a reboot. Apparently it first aired in 2002, was rebooted in 2006, stopped, and then since 2016, it's been back. Weird. So All right. one plus one plus seven equals nine. Love that math. Interesting. Um, You know, 41 was the most recent survivor cbs 42 apparently starts in march oh, okay of american survivor interesting he recommends it apparently jeff speaks <laughs> to the camera a lot which i'm intrigued by huh. which we you know the host of survivor uk kind of speaks to the camera a lot quite a bit I mean, that's why he's a fan of it maybe um he also tweeted at us a very handy breakdown of every survivor australia player and it states their relationship Ah, because we didn't know who the fuck was with who. We'll keep this pulled up. Did you realize that Mel and Ed twins? Mel that's in here. Yeah, it's crazy. That's part of my notes for this week. Man, God damn it. No, that's good. I mean, yeah, it is good that you brought it up now, but I was super stoked. I'm like, holy fuck. Did you know that they were twins? And I wrote those in my notes. <laughs> Specifically, I think you need this. It shows all the Survivor <laughs> Australia castaways and their blood connections. You're welcome. Mm. A little mm. snarky, but I guess well-deserved. Hey, we note, never claim to be experts. Note the cash prize is five hundred thousand A, which I assume stands for Aussie bucks. Yeah, no, that's not well. Okay, it's just like an Australian dollar, but yeah, Aussies, I think they're called. Really? Yeah, or kangaroo chips, the locals call them. Um, I think that and you're that's just... apparently about three hundred fifty-nine thousand U.S. dollar or right. dollarinos, the locals call them, I believe. Dinero. Um, Eagle chips, <laughs> Nazi chips, uh, <laughs> supremacy chips, Lincoln logs, something ominous for America. Um, yes, Lincoln logs. <laughs> yeah, they're called Lincoln logs, I think, in America. Yep. Uh, yeah, Especially so... when you got a whole wad of them. <laughs> what you gonna do with those Lincoln logs? Head over to the strip club, baby. Mm, you know what 
you know, fives being the thing you classically bring to a strip club. <laughs> you high roller. Well, rich girl over here. So, yeah, that was Correction Corner. Thanks to our good friend across the pond, Revive Survivor UK man. Check out our every other week episode of Survivor UK coverage and get on the horn to Revive Survivor UK. Yeah, tweet at Banji. Banjay, the production company <laughs> behind Survivor, tweet at whoever you can to revive Survivor UK. Let's just annoy Jeff Probst with a bunch mm. of like revive Survivor UK shit. We should, when he's back on Cameo, we should mass request cameos from him imploring the world to revive Survivor UK and That'd then make a so supercut of Jeff Probst demanding they revive Survivor UK <laughs> from the man himself. I specifically need you wearing a hat this mm. time, um, sunglasses, just so we know that they're all different. Mm, yes. So it doesn't seem like just one repeated over and yeah, over. Yeah, I don't want him to sit down in one day and bust out 50 of these and have them be indiscernible from each other. We have to request a specific shirt color each time. Assuming that we can pick the wardrobe of the person you request a cameo from. I mean, if I'm fucking paying for that shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not asking him to be naked. You're right. Saying wear a blue top. How much to get him naked, that's do awkward, you think? That's awkward, though. Hmm. I don't think that's called Cameo. I'm pretty sure that's, that's OnlyFans. A... <laughs> yeah. Does Jeff Probst have an OnlyFans? Hmm. Maybe any... that's why he's not on Cameo anymore. There is. Found where the big bucks are. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with it. No judgment. Um, I just, I, there is probably, I know there's a couple of RuPaul Drag Race contestants who have made their way to OnlyFans. Lots of Bachelor contestants I'm on just going to say, I wonder if there's any Survivor OnlyFans mm. accounts. Who? Anyone you, Johnny Fairplay, Boston <laughs> oh, Rob, anyone you want to see? Boston and Amber got that dual account going. They're too, and like not even in a negative way. It, it like They're too like domestic and it's homey. just them cooking okay it's just videos of them cooking in mm. aprons that's fun just in aprons but you, can't you don't see, see anything. anything maybe a boston rob nipple from time to time but just I mean, boston rob only boston snip slips right and sometimes he'll turn around and you'll see his buns his boston buns hashtag boston buns. but then they like put little pictures of buns over his buns That'd always be funny. and he wears red socks yeah for the red socks exactly okay we should pitch this to Boston Rob. <laughs> get him you want to get that cooking show really off the ground, Boston Rob? I mean, then he. Like, yeah, I'm sure if he wanted to do anything like that, he could just do it. And yeah, he's got like four girls he's raising. He doesn't want to do that. Does he have four children? Uh, he has three or four, and I they're feel... all girls. This is just us again. Now Peter's gonna have to, you know. And I, I don't know if I'm. I feel weird saying his name. So survive, reviver, UK man. I believe he gave you permission to say his name like a year and a half ago when we were actually active podcasters. Mr. UK revived, as he prefers to be addressed as. Um, man, I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. We've been teasing him for some time with our UK coverage. It's just like... We feel we started it as a watch along, but then we got lazy because our podcast needed to take a break because we were trying to do too much and school had started back up. So we started doing watch alongs to UK, which just seems like a ridiculous no, thing. It's to do. so stupid. Most so, people don't have access to it. So if we're going to cover it at all, we should do recaps. And also, like, unless it's some little teeny bop college show. 
we cannot understand what's going on in the show and uh, talk over it at yeah, the I same mean, time. Yes, watch alongs are probably borderline unlistenable. <laughs> it's like stream of conscious, just us babbling about whatever is on our minds in the moment. Whatever Although I'm we... really pushing you for that Bachelor watch along because, I mean, we say some really funny shit on that. It's like a uh. <laughs> visual, it's like a Rorschach test. It's just like I'm seeing images and then it's just whatever is on my mind comes out of my mouth. And it, so it's not good. It's not. I mean, we're both psychopaths. So, yes, <laughs> that was correction corner. What a meandering start to this episode. I and forgot. Look for our Survivor UK Redux coverage coming some Friday soon. We promise. Hopefully this Friday. We have to fucking if Australia. Let's start just by like just like Australia had to Australia... re restart. We're re restarting for Survivor. New we're... episode yeah. of new season of Survivor Australia. We're real excited, right? Yes. Three episodes a week. Fucking psycho. Impossible to stay. What on is album. your problem? My God. Who has that much time? I love it. I mean, most people just watch it. They don't then... I know, but who has that much time? Like, are they assuming that these people watch no other television? Maybe. Because watching three hours of television during a work week is fucking rough. Just like three three episodes a week? Holy cow. What what are you doing? It's crazy. I kind of like how audacious it is, right? Oh, but how how many contestants usually start? See again. We just Fuck. shouldn't. <laughs> this is the question I had last week. Jacqueline, we're a survivor podcast. We should know these things. <laughs> I know. We have access to the internet. I don't have knowledge in my brain. I know. The knowledge I hold in my brain is like how to teach little kids how to like deal with economic sociology. There's people that know so much about Survivor. They just know it inside and out. They know specific players. Of course, they could. They know the number of castaways a season usually starts with. They know the number of days a season usually is. They fucking know that all the shit I just said in Comments Corner. <laughs> and they maybe... I don't know. They should have Survivor podcasts, maybe. and I should. They probably do, and we just don't listen to them mm. because we're very self-centered. Well, and let's take a moment to shout out I'm not going to say a superior Survivor podcast, but, you know, a a brethren, a friend, the Slaying the Dragon pod. Shout out. Hashtag Survivor Community pod. Hashtag. (laughs) Is that a new thing you're starting? Pod. Munity. Pod Munity. All right. Let's get into the episode. All right. Let's dive on in to day six. It's day six. Uh, I feel like we, at the start of the ep. We're just decompressing <laughs> at the Water Tribe from the Bree vote out. Right. We've got a con. Yes. Digging, digging the bee into the the totem pole. Most definitely. This early part of the ep is con heavy, and I'm not complaining at all about that. <laughs> now I love the like A for Andy, B for Bree. And then the joke that they're just doing the alphabet and yeah. Chrissy like, oh, no, we're not, motherfuckers. <laughs> I like Chrissy. I feel like you haven't warmed up to her quite as much as I have. She's nope. one of my faves. I know you enjoy Chrissy. You like that like saucy mom vibe. It gets y'all hot, but I'm just oh, not on that. Don't tick. project that onto me. I, I mean, like Chrissy for know. my own reasons. <laughs> Thank you, you like very crispy? much. I like Crispies too. Oh, so, Crispy Chrissy is what we mm, call her. Hashtag Crispy Chrissy. So 
we do learn in this beginning part that Khan is Arabic for king. And that's probably why they call him King, king Kong. Kong. It's fucking great. Not King Kong. They call him King Khan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. He is King Kong Khan or King Khan Kong. I think King Khan Kong, I prefer. King Kong Kong. It sounds like I'm hitting bells. Mm. King Kong Kong. Interesting. So, yes. Um, and Chrissy... <laughs> le- okay, and apparently... So, a couple of things here. Bree grabbed Jory's bag when leaving. Yeah. Hilarious. And they had to, like, awkwardly uh, tell that's her... Fine. No, you... Got the wrong don't bag. Don't take my shit. I can't fit into your little bikini bottoms. <laughs> and Chrissy learns what a blindside is this morning. Didn't know what the word was for what had happened at the tribal she just experienced. So funny. Yeah. If, you know, I understand the term blindside correctly, that was a blindside. I want to do two fashion shout outs quick. Love it. Khan is rocking this like, it's not like an orange jumpsuit, but it's just like he's wearing all orange and it's very fly. I call it his orange suit. It's not a suit. I think it is two pieces. Maybe it's one piece. Maybe no, it's like a jumper. I but I feel it's like two. it's two pieces. It's like a top and a bottom. Kind yeah. of flowy, though. Yeah. It's good. Khan always looks fly. He does. And then I wanted to say it last episode, but Jory. Jory just has a great look. He's got the overalls, often one side unbuttoned with the broom handle mustache. He's a real farmer man. Like hipster farmer, <laughs> hipster Aussie farmer. It's fucking great. I hope he works at a kangaroo farm and he has the overalls because it has a pouch like the kangaroos have a pouch hmm. so he can like model for them like, hey, kangaroo farm. So I'm... are we they raise kangaroos? They grow kangaroos. They um, they, they... milk kangaroos. <laughs> they slaughter and eat kangaroos. What are you thinking here? They're probably doing the slaughtering and eating, right? They do like kangaroo burgers down there. Do they? I don't know. Kangaroo burger. huh? I no. They're like. Finding kangaroos that were like getting no, that was koalas that Training were like them burning to up to box, the, forming like, an elite kangaroo boxing division right? to one day take over the world or at least New Zealand. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then we've got to be a little bit in that con corner still. Yes, con is looking for a shield, he's looking for an ally, but an under the radar ally. Someone, but he specifically wants it to be like a big burly man. And I think it's specifically so that he can kind of like hide behind him a little. He, yes. And he, he, he lands on Mark. Yes. Because he feels like Mark seems like a man of his word and definitely fits the big burly man and someone who can like be under the radar, isn't going to be talking a lot necessarily. I absolutely think that Mark will flip on Khan before Khan will flip on Mark. Really? Because I think that Khan does not think Mark is aware that Khan is sneaky. Mark is... But Mark is super fucking aware of it. So Khan wants to use Mark as a shield, and Mark's whole thing is like, okay, well, I need to keep an eye on Khan. Khan is very dangerous, and maybe this is the best way... Way to do it. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer type thing. Mm Mm-hmm. So Mark is very wary of Khan, and maybe that doesn't go both ways. No, it certainly doesn't. Hashtag secret pals. Yeah. Hashtag keep your brother closer. <laughs> than your mother. I keep your brother close. Hashtag keep your brother closer than your mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if that fully really speaks to the situation, <laughs> but I like it. 
Hashtag um, cuddle buddies. Ooh, secret cuddle buddies. Hashtag I'm shitty at hashtags. <laughs> that last one was my favorite. Yep. So yeah, and specifically just like looking for like let's exchange knowing looks. Let's, you know, I need someone who can like, you know, with a twitch of the brow know exactly what I'm thinking and know what needs to be thought. When I touch my snake and you pick your nose. It means meet me at the beach at midnight to vote out Chrissy. Yes. Yes. Um, and I I wasn't sure how Mark was going to respond, but he's all he's into it. Yeah. I think that and I think that's what really is like Khan just thinks he's got big old happy Mark working yes. for him. And Mark's like, now I get to see exactly what you're working with, Khan. These are two of my favorite players. I love to see them teaming up. I'm interested in your viewpoint that Mark is going to flip on Khan, but I think at least for the time being in the immediate future, they're going to be quite the duo. I think it's going to be great. I, I'm pretty ready to hop over to blood. Let's swap over to blood. The blood tribe is like the musical tribe. They said the party tribe. Yep. We, they're reading dirty limericks when we are first brought back to them. But, like, neither tribe is, like, combative. They're both pretty, like, peaceful, get-along tribes. That's true. It's only episode three, but we haven't had a I lot mean, of, like, inter-tribe tension yet. There was, like, the Chrissy Bree shit. Yeah, but even but that was, But as soon like, as Bree left, it was, like... And that wasn't, like, open tension where, like openly antagonistic or mad at each other it's just like that's more one of us is gonna go and there's the awkwardness with both of us going for the idol yeah sandra is having none of it she's not at all interested in this like let's be friends let's do yoga let's hang out bullshit going with the vibe for now but definitely like i'm a dirty american the aussies are too nice i'm gonna be under the radar but then when I get my chance, it's going to be one after the other, mate. Mm-hmm. Arg, matey. <laughs> she went all pirate for a moment, which I found confusing. Yeah. That's, you know, Sandra. Just kidding, because mate, I know. Australia. Okay, I know. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sandra feels... I was really mansplaining there, wasn't I? Sandra feels David is a weak player, and she wants... she's circling him she's like a vulture david's definitely the person she is targeting david is Bree's dad right yes so there is some like david like there is some like sixth sense going on right kate felt like andy was gone david feels like brie is probably gone there's a moment where he's like super bummed out and definitely thinking that she's the one going home yes Knows that she comes on hard, plays strong. It's funny. Yeah, it is really funny that they both are like maybe aware that their other person is the weak link who's not going to be there when right? they go to reward. He is also kind of ringing alarm bells to other people in his tribe that Sandra's a very strong player. Mm -hmm. He calls her wicked. And just like, you know, she's the one we got to watch out for. She's not going to play how we want to play. Us Aussies. You know, we don't play all rough and tumble like Sandra <laughs> wants to. 
she is gonna be all snaky. Yeah, and like she's gonna before you even know it, yep. she's gonna you gotta you can't get even her out give early. Her a chance. There is in the bottom corner of the screen this ad for hashtag ambulance Australia that I'm just very curious about. Maybe we should do a spin-off ambulance Australia episode. But here's my question for you, Cody. Okay. Is this the modern day David and Goliath story? Sandra versus David? Right? Okay, so no interest in Ambulance Australia. I'm just sorry. Right That's fine. Yeah, I'm focused on the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it the modern David versus Goliath? Sandra being Goliath and David being David? And clearly it pans out. I guess out. it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, let's... I mean. Not to spoiler or anything or whatever, and we'll Does talk it really follow in depth. The David B. No, I'm saying it follows what should happen when a tiny mm. little speck goes up against a giant. It's interesting. We'll have to revisit the David V. Goliath uh, euphemism metaphor. Now the Revive Survivor UK guy, I need him to get at me to explain the difference between those things. I just need grammar <laughs> lessons, which I'm sure with his posh British upbringing in education hopefully i don't know what the education system's like in europe better than america surely i did learn to this last week though which is like my life goal is to get my well and cody knows this to get my doctorate fucking oxford Mm. and they have some pretty high like your gpa from your undergrad and your master's degree have to be at such a blow it out of the fucking water yes you do qualify which is cool just wait for that shit. Someday you'll be Dr. Oxford. Right? Because I assume you'll also change your last name to Oxford once you get a doctorate from Oxford. I mean, of course I will. Is there anyone black playing I don't think me this is something we need. I, I don't know. Let's not know. wait into yeah. the... Okay. <laughs> um. Yep. So are you ready for rewards? Let's go to rewards. <laughs> Let's leave that problematic and uncomfortable question behind <laughs> and go to reward all right dave is guttered that brie is gone he is immediately upset and like where is she looking for her and he's just, really trying not to cry yes really he, trying not to cry you know you know dad vibes but this is just proving to be a much more potent aspect of the game than i anticipated right like, oh, my loved one. Well, and it's interesting, right? I think that if it had been, like, cousins, sisters. Father-daughter is a specific relationship that's going to, like, poke right in that nerve feeling. You know, it's going to get you right there. And very early. Yeah. And especially after really close siblings that Kate and Andy were. Yes, and it's like, you know, it's his daughter. So, like, there's, like the age factor and yeah i mean like father daughter of course he's going to be protective sandra immediately is like keyed into how dave is feeling Talks and understanding about it's a different of it. kind of love that she knows exactly now but here's something that david does bring up is the idea of like you know survivor was never my like i never it was brie brie yeah, always wanted to be on survivor dream but now it's a transfer of a dream. Mm. So I must live her dream so the much more. Dream has been transferred. He's also just like, all bets are off. Everything's out the window. I'm now just going to play as hashtag crazy man Dave. Mm. Does that work out well, Dave? We'll see. Mm. I do like Dave's hat. 
He's like Outback Dave. He's got, and I guess, you know, it comes with the territory. <laughs> like Outback Dave, well. Everyone's Outback version of themselves, Cody. <laughs> they live in Australia. So they are going to. They swing. Okay. No, okay. One of the tribe members swims out to a pontoon with a rope. There's two pontoons. So I have to make two trips. Attaches it to the, and the pontoon's loaded with bags. Mm-hmm. Attaches the rope. Then has to swim back as the other tribe members pull the pontoon to shore. They then have to take those heavy, heavy sandbags. 75 of them, I believe. Yes. Move, walk them up a lake, you know. Is it like a full-on obstacle course or is it just like a hill? No, remember they have to like go over, under. Or... Oh, yes, absolutely. So like through an obstacle course and then build a pyramid that they can stand on to light their torch. And um, I was wrong. It is 70 bags, and they're 20 kilos each. They're playing for a trip to the Survivor store. Is this something in U.S. Survivor? I'm not really. I don't think so. I mean, there's definitely times where... I don't think so. You just yeah. win food. Yeah. You might, like, win some, like, peanut butter. But it has been prominent in, like, Survivor mm-hmm. South Africa. Yeah. Maybe the European survivors, and I think even Survivor UK maybe had it. Mm-hmm. Survivor Australia would, or I don't uh, think we got that far in Survivor UK. I'm just gonna be honest. Survivor South Africa, you know, used it for like a an ad spot essentially. It's for like sure. A, this brands this thing this, totally. Yeah. Um, first one where Sandra sits. Yes, then uh, she sits with Michelle. Think thinking it's a reward, which a not as important. Knowing how physical it would be and how quickly she'd burn out, and having not sat yet, I think she felt comfortable to finally be like, "Up, oh, me, <laughs> choose me. I'm sitting out this time." Not a tear. I mean, waiting till it's like a reward challenge for one thing, and yeah, you're totally right. Waiting for this point, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, red, they choose Jesse as their swimmer, and blue goes with Khan. And initially. Jesse kind of pulls ahead of Khan, but Khan is right on his tail. Yes. However, when they come back, they have to swim out for the second one. Jesse just, like, goes. And the Blue Tribe decides to argue about who's going to go the second time. Like, no one willing to do this. And, like, a rope is forgotten at Mm -hmm. one point that slows him down. Yeah, Jordy forgot the rope. Oh, Jordy forgets the rope? Yeah. Okay, see, in my notes, I was worried I had just missed, mixed the two of them up again, no, which I feel like I'm Jordy. constantly doing. Jesse kicked it both times for them. Right. And so Jord- Jordy swam for blue the second time and forgets the rope. Okay. Um, Yeah. And so it's Sophie is a beast when they're pulling the pontoon back. Like, she's really doing a lot of work for her team. But this is like in, these are all such Physically intense challenges. Both reward and immunity have been so heavy. Very, very physically orientated. Fucking crazy. So, yeah. And then, I mean, you know, the pontoons get back. I don't know which one gets back first. It really comes down to. Jesse kicks it both times, wins both times for red. Okay, nice. Yeah. Like heavily the second time. Nice. And then, but I mean, like you catch up during the sandbag carry, you know, it's like, that's the thing that it comes down to that. Right. Of course. But I mean, like, as the host is pointing out, it is super blazing hot sun. Very intense. Everyone's getting super sunburnt. 
Mark is hashtag double bagging. He's got two bags at once sometimes. Alex's back is still bugging him. Becomes a liability. It makes sense that it would on this challenge specifically. Yeah. Hopefully he's lifting with those knees and not with his back. Maybe See? that's what got him into trouble right? in the first place. Or like trying to throw them over the obstacle i could see like maybe this is not a good challenge for you alex man i joke but he should have swam i wonder if he has back issues or came into the show with having a back problem because having back problems can be so debilitating and so painful and sleeping out not in a bed having to do physical things, not having enough water and food, it must be miserable. And then having to like, oh, I'm feeling better. Having to do a challenge like this going to set you right back. How do some of these old folks fucking do this shit? You just have to be in great shape to be on yeah, Survivor. Yeah, honestly. But there are people who are not. Yeah, it's there true. There are people that go on that are not in great shape. And I am like... I, but you can't always tell by looking at a person. True. And I, I don't know. It's It would be so... I, I just feel like I couldn't go on Survivor with how I fit and like, I'm not in terrible shape, but I just, I don't work out consistently. And I just feel like I die. Yeah, no, I could not sleep on the ground for more than. That's the thing. I'm only yeah. 30 and I already have a terrible back. I couldn't <laughs> sleep on the ground. Uh, Yeah. Okay. So I initially thought that this wasn't going to be such a bad challenge. Super fucking wrong. Um, David really throwing himself into this. Yeah, David kicking ass. He's hashtag dedicated. Um, yeah, and you know they are pulling bags, pulling bags. Blue kind of creeps up on them a little bit, but ultimately red just they had pull this ahead from at the some start. point. Yep, and they they take it. Yeah, you know they consistently from getting those boats in had just a little bit of a lead. And, of course, Dave gets to climb the mountain of sandbags and pull the rope for his daughter, Bree. Then there's this moment post-challenge where they're deciding who's going to be the person who goes to the store. Oh, my gosh. And initially, there's like a lot of talk of Sandra, maybe. And I love that Sandra does not volunteer for this at all. No, but and she's no like, one's really volunteering. Names are just being no. It's like out. Um, it's not unanimous for Sandra, but Sandra's like, oh, there's like someone is like, oh, maybe it should be Sandra. And I was like, oh, okay, Sandra, and it feels like she very quickly is like, yep, I'll go. She, yeah, it sounds like maybe it's me, but then it's suddenly it's like the idea of oh, Dave lost Bree, maybe yeah. for some reason. It's one of those things like it doesn't really make sense, but someone just floats it in the moment and then it's just an idea that doesn't really have logic but people just latch on to yeah it happens dave goes dave goes and he can he also kind of quickly like takes the reins and is like oh it sounds like it's me and then he yeah but, but ultimately and then they get to bring someone with them yes. which i mean ultimately it's good that it ends up not being someone who has a loved one because they would have chosen their loved one so much tea would have been spilt it would have been like yeah i mean that's the that's the ultimate moment to get dish you know on the the other tribe to get some some info but instead he chooses con con is not very happy about it no and so dave has a quote going into con in his trip to the store that's very telling where he just full-on says i'm not going to be the good bloke anymore not that he's had a ton of opportunities to like exhibit you a know, good bloke behavior right whatever, i don't but... necessarily think dave is like this great magnanimous presence in his tribe so far but so he's just fully, like we said, he's he's dynamite disco Dave and he's going crazy. Yep. So they go to the shop. They get, there's a choice. Yes. 
Dave can choose between three items for himself and his tribe, or two items for himself and his tribe, and one item for Khan and his tribe. Khan immediately asks, like, oh, do I get to take something? And David at first is like, no, let's look around first, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. Right. I have to see what they have, and they have a ton of stuff. There's, you know... Oh, and it, if, they're, if you find an advantage, it does not count towards your... Worth three things. Yes. Um, but there's food, there's you know, luxury items, all kinds of stuff. So they look through it, and before he makes his, like, full-on decisions, Khan notices the fucking idol, and, like, oh, it's a super idol. Okay, funniest fucking thing, having Dave mansplain the super idol when he has never, like, known anything about Survivor and has never been to a tribal or knows nothing about using an idol it's so fucking ridiculous very funny and watching him explain this and just in case you dear listener have any clearing up that needs to happen with the super idol it's two halves two immunity idols that work independently as we learn later yes but when they come together if they come together if they come together at merge at merge it's allowed to be played for one person still i believe but after the vote is read. Yeah, so obviously it has that edge to it that you can choose to You'll play it or not. Home yeah. If you have the super idol. Yes, there's no guesswork involved. Um Do you remember the super idol? Is this something that you remember encountering before? I on... feel like I have encountered the super idol, but the halves did not the halves did not work separately. The halving thing, there was some type of... There was like a... Unlike yep, South Africa, the most recent South Africa, I feel Or, like. I don't even know, it might have been a U.S. thing, but Could it's like, been. oh, the two pieces come back together and it can be read or used after the votes are read, but you couldn't use them separately. I feel so like, if you yeah. got voted out with the half, like, it's... It's worthless. Null and void. Unless you give it to someone before you're voted. Right. Well, interesting. And, I mean... It is worth noting, I think, that it's not really clear if they can be played independently or not until later in the episode. To us, at least. Yeah, maybe they're assuming some prior knowledge. Maybe they're more prevalent in Survivor Australia. (laughs) Also, maybe we missed something. We've made it very clear that we're bad at details on this episode. Dave gives a big fuck you to Khan. You're not bringing anything back, motherfucker. This is insane to me. Like, it's so mean-spirited. Khan takes it surprisingly well. Well, but Khan is pretty worried that everyone's going to be like, "Mm, don't fucking believe you. We know you always get something. He even offers to like sell Dave information for an item. But then also like, I mean, the only info Dave is interested in is why Bree was sent home and he gets that out of Khan regardless. Khan just explains it's because she went for the tackle box, which of course is what you have to say. It's a hundred percent the tackle box. But now Dave is making a move similar to Bree. It's a different type of mistake, but you know, she's all in on just trying to find games guys. Yeah. She's just trying, she's ignoring the social aspect and how it looks, the optics of just going for the tackle box. And now Dave is just 100% playing out of spite, ignoring the optics. Khan is pretty vocal about Dave's decision later on, and it makes Dave look like an asshole. Well, and it's like, Dave could have really used this as a huge huge advantage. He flushes it down the fucking toilet. Maybe he doesn't realize how strong of a player Khan is, but making any ally on the opposing team before the merge is just currency in the bank for later down, right? And 
I mean, I get, or I, I mean, and he kind of explains himself. He's like, you know, I'm loading Khan up as a grenade and rolling yeah, him back yeah. into camp to just explode. And maybe he's just that spiteful of a person and so, that like yeah. icky of a person. But it's like, dude, also every single person over there, except for, or every single person over there has a loved one that you're trying to befriend, except for fucking Kate. Well, and so the thing like, is, it's just like it, it, it's an interesting move, but it does not work because no. as we see, Khan goes back to the blue tribe and his move, which is a really smart pivot. I've got nothing. Dave would give me nothing, but he's 100% open and honest about the idol, the idol, it, how it works. Yeah. That there's another half to it. How the super idol works. Does he I, go into all those details? With I, him? I believe he does. I believe he. I just have that he told them about the. No, idol. you're right. You're right. You're right. I think you're he right. just told right. him like, "Oh, I have I, an idol." You're right. You're right. Because he doesn't. <laughs> he completely doesn't do that. He no. has it wrapped up, and he just he makes it seem like he just has a full immunity idol. Right. He doesn't say anything about the. Super exactly. Idol. That's right. right. He's like, I have an idol, but it can be our idol. And he has it like wrapped up and mm-hmm. doesn't fully, so they can't see that it's wrapped. Completely wrong. Caught my own correction there in the moment, but, <laughs> but it's just like it is a smart move that he's just. Oh, I I can't bring anything back. Dave's an asshole. How can I ingratiate myself? Gotta let him know about the idol. And that's smart. I think it's a really smart move in the moment. Dave, on the other hand, says that he kicked something wrapped in a package and picked it up, and it just happened to be a bar of soap. Like fucking stupid, Dave. It's such a weird. No one's gonna believe that bullshit. Yes, the way I love the way Sandra's looking at him. Her eyes just like burrowing into him. Just like, what are you talking about? It's such a convoluted, strange story. That has too many like weird little details. You can tell he's lying because he has all this like it just sounds made up. Yeah, and then ends it all with, Well, if it was there, I don't have it. Dave is really relishing like bringing back stuff for the proteins. tribe. I got the nuts for the vegetarian, those protein nuts for the vegetarian. And he like Well, imp- I mean for everyone, yes. but and he impersonates Khan in a way that like if I I feel like I would be like I would maybe even vocally tell Dave that I think he made the wrong move, not giving Dave something or giving Khan something Yeah, that like, and then like to come back and like be impersonating him and really yucking it up. You just kind of seem like a jerk. Absolutely. It it would make me less inclined to work with him and wary of him, I think. So anything else before we take a quick break before immunity? No, just that, uh, Sandra, you know, there's a lot of I think some people maybe get annoyed with all the queen talk, but she's very observant. Mm-hmm. She's very on the ball. She knows what's going on. I have the other question, though. OK, how much of that is editing? How many other people yeah. made those comments about Dave coming back, but they showed Sandra those to comments? show <laughs> But like, you know, I. Wouldn't be surprised if it was something that multiple people mentioned or talked about, but it's all about the editing and what clips we do see as well. Sandra gets a lot of screen time and it's because she's a fan favorite, of course, but there has been some complaints about the editing amongst, um, you know, some survivor messages and privy to and just people online in general. Mm. I want to shout someone out when we come back from break, but specifically there's someone I follow on Twitter who tracks how much screen time everyone gets per episode, confessionals and all that stuff. Some people just aren't getting any confessionals, even into episode three. Damn. And it's like, there's a possibility, you know, not to talk on episodes we haven't released 
uh, content on yet, and I'll speak very vaguely, people maybe get eliminated coming up who haven't had any confessionals yet, or maybe very few. Which is such kind of a bummer and egregious yeah. thing to have happen. Well, and it's like, what happened to the rest of these talking heads? Totally. And like like the promo videos that you clearly spent a lot of time and effort on for a few players. Very strange. That Very that few players. Has just been dropped now. Yeah, I'm really... It's a weird edit. With... I wish we would have like really taken note of who had those and who didn't. I love at the start of a season just relishing in those introductions. Give me that video for everyone, yes, even if it's please. a long. And you're doing fucking three episodes a yeah, week. Yeah, no joke. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's take a quick break, and when we come on back, we'll head into immunity and wrap up episode three of Survivor Australia season seven slash nine. Blood versus water. Welcome back, all you Survivor crazy fans. We are ready for immunity. We are ready for immunity, you Survivor crazy fans. <laughs> well, I... They are crazy about Survivor. You know, if they're listening to us, they certainly must be. What would the Survivor-themed cereal be, and why isn't there one in my cabinet oh my right now? You know that it would like... Let's, let's get the uh, Survivor O's, uh, Probe O's. Let's get all the obvious ones out the gate, right? Just to open up that mental space. Uh, Survivor Swirls. Survi I like Survivor Swirls. That's pretty good. Um, and what type of... Are we talking about like a corn... Hidden pop? Idol. Hidden Idol. That's not Hidden bad. Hidden Idol O's. Hidden Idol O's. Hidden Idol O's. What if the cartoon is like a Jeff Probst and he like runs up a mountain and he like yodels Hidden Idol O's. You know what Hidden Idol O's would be? What? Cheerios with like some circle golden marshmallows. Okay, that's cool. Hidden Idol O's. Some circular golden marshmallows. So it'd be kind of like fucking Lucky Charms. Yeah. But not quite as sweet. And then there's got to be some type of like, you know, the games are all like survivor based mm -hmm. and it's like hidden clues and shit. Yes. You get a buff in there. Or you have like, you have to like solve enough puzzles inside boxes. Yeah. That leads you to the final clue that you send in to get you... your buff. Okay. That's it. it. Okay. There you go. There's the next million bucks. Listen, send me a check. Listen, ad execs. I know what you're thinking. It doesn't convey survivor enough, but on the box, it can just say hidden idol O's, the survivor, the CBS survivor cereal. cereal exactly. Hidden idol O's, the survivor, the CBS survivor cereal. cereal. <laughs> CBS Survivor Cereal is a great tongue twister. CBS Survivor Cereal is great alliteration. All right. I'm glad we busted that out. It only takes two minutes to fucking break that whole thing down. Hey, baby. Here's your uh, pu first uh, puzzle in a Australia episode. Okay. Is this the with the... I know it's not balancing. even like a it's fucking like, puzzle, but like it's the, the closest thing we've yes, gotten to say, a puzzle. This is like just like dipping our toe in puzzle waters. It's such it's barely a puzzle, and there's a physical aspect to the puzzle. But yes, there's kind of a puzzle. Let's talk about it. Uh, Khan calls out Dave that he's savage and did not give him anything. Right. Um, 
And what they have to do is they have to race through some hurdles in a mud pit. Mm-hmm. Going over, under, under, over, or whatever. If you had to, like, chop down these fucking trees and use one as a ladder and one as, like, a bridge. Yeah. Uh, then they have to, they have these chests that are chained to a maypole, happy May Day, mm-hmm. and it's like they're tight against the pole, and you've you got to run, run it around, around it to get enough chain to get over to a platform and set the chest down, at which point you take blocks out, and you have to spell two words on either side of a teeter-totter. But a giant teeter-totter yeah, that you can seesaw. only reach by... Sitting on someone's shoulders. Yes. Like, not like at all a puzzle. Completely still a fucking physical and challenge. Barely a puzzle because the two words are very easy to figure out and are figured and are out. color coded. Yes. Yeah. Well, I know we said they're color coded when we talked independently. I think they might both be blue and red on both sides, each block, but I'm not sure. I don't know if each block is all like fully if five red. Five are blue and five are red. I think that might not be the okay. case. Well, that's good, because otherwise it'd be fucking absurd. It's not quite that easy, but it's also like <laughs> a pretty simple puzzle that the challenge comes from the physical portion of it, not Absolutely. really the figuring it. Absolutely. So Red sits out Jay and Kate. Yes. And Sandra, Sandra is fucking struggling yes. right off the bat. Specifically at the, the over-under uh-huh. hurdles, just having a hard time. And like, fuck, you know, I mean, she's not... 29 anymore the and first not time very tall no that's what makes and it... women with upper body like yes you know women have stronger lower halves more often than not too bad you can't just leapfrog huh? i know but it's like she's shorter yeah and it's fucking like being yeah. short makes it real tough damn crock chopping we get to fucking the, uh, insane we get to the portion where they have to chop down but, like the good insane this time yes. like he is just like he has murdered people with and an axe. Not Croc. He's a teddy bear. And when I say people, I mean like Trees. forests. Yeah. And when, when we I say look pe- at that realistically, it is like murdering people because of all the deforestation. That's pretty harsh. But it's fine. I don't think Croc is chopping down trees to the point of deforesting. <laughs> but I mean, he's so damn good at it. Maybe he could. Hashtag Croc chopping. This is where I have the note. Croc chopping. Holy fuck, how did I not know Michelle and Mel were fucking twins? Like, I I was maybe thinking they were the same person and always yes. forgetting what fucking tribe they were on. I think that's what was going on with me. I, uh, that, that graphic, which probably was easily, <laughs> you know, findable online, really, it, it's helpful. But it also lays bare that I, some people aren't getting enough talking head time or screen time in general yeah for me to get to know them exactly like by at episode all. three i would normally how do i have... fucking know there's not two identical twins on episode three I know. motherfuckers I, I want both of them to be talking about the fact that they're separated from their twin yeah We've got but they can hashtag oh. twin pains close their eyes and see what's going on at the other camp or like they stub their toe and like the oh. other twin felt it or oh this twin got that protein beef jerky and the other twin is now nourished or oh some God. like uh what's that movie where there's twins twins <laughs> With Arnold Schwarzenegger oh, and Danny oh, DeVito? Just oh, kidding. No, the Jesus parent trap. Christ. Some type of parent trap twin shenanigans oh. where they go to each other's camp and 
find their or estranged divorced a parents. real parent trap situation where they make it to the oh loved one gosh. visit and their parents come not realizing that they knew found out about each other yeah, yeah, yeah. so like even like, like, like no, legit no. like what oh if, my god what if, what, now now what about <gasps> this what about this what if what if we <laughs> had both so... played survivor australia blood versus water but didn't come as each other's <gasps> other person what and one comes with the dad and one comes with the mom not knowing that the other sibling and parent are playing and then it's really like the oh parent trap because the twins find out like in the moment in the first episode that's the fucking we should write that movie <laughs> or like, what if they came with their husbands and then they thought they were just accidentally put on a tribe with their wife and like shit got really inappropriate mm. <laughs> okay husband you work the husbands in at the at the home visit i okay. think but i think it and like, they run to hug the opposite there twin. we go that's fun that's a that's fun, fun. There, there we go, go. that's like, like a pg happy fun whoa, moment whoa, whoa. you're not you're I'm seeing double. Okay. Okay. It rides itself. So, what do we call it? Surviving twins? No. Twin viver. Twin surviving. Twins or twin survivors? Twin surviving. Twin surviving. I don't know. I mean, twins surviving. Twins, comma surviving. surviving. Okay, there we go. I love it now. <laughs> it didn't have me. That comma sold me. <laughs> okay. Right. Um. This is where I first begin questioning if this is going to be the first episode where Blue can do it in parentheses. If so, Sandra's in huge fucking trouble. Yes, and you're wondering if Blue can do it because Mark is currently letting the Blue tribe down and he's not croc trapping. No. He's doing something so far from croc trapping that he can't get that fucking... It's laughable, Mark chapping... Where's Chappies? Aw. Mark chopping this log. But Just I know I couldn't. Croc. Right. It's yeah. like I know I couldn't do any better than Mark. And that Mark is actually doing a great job. But Croc did it in like 10 chops. And that's not like under exaggerating no, or whatever. It's like it was probably no more than 15. He chopped through that log like a crocodile chopping through a gazelle. So... Which is to say efficiently. During the Great Migration. Mm. So, in this moment, I really, like, just the host is great. He's doing, a, you know, a great job, giving great commentary, really love Jonathan as the host. And also, it's funny, I have a note here that just says Twin Crossings, which was me apparently realizing in the moment that there were twins. And I just wrote <laughs> Twin Crossings, because I think they did something at the same time. So funny. And took no notice of it beyond that. Oh and then saw gosh. the thing that Mr. UK <laughs> sent us. And I'm like, oh, God, there's twins? What the hell? Um. Oh, and then we get the Jordan and Josh Cousin Chopping Fest. Right, that was fun. Hashtag Cousin Chopping. Jesse Jordy? No, Jordan, 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 and Josh, Jordan, Josh. Yes. Um, God, all these J names is fucking me up. And it's when blue then does start to make a lead again because, um, Josh, he's chopping pretty well for blue. Yes. Blue starts to pull ahead. And then Mark, who I said was the MVP for blue last episode, he fucking falls off the ladder. And when we're watching this, this moment the balance beam the it's ladder. not it's like yeah it's like the balance beam bridge thing but like okay he falls off of it and then it's like we see other people kind of more scrambling up like using, using their, their hands. hands 
And then we question, like, is that fucking legal? Are they about to get, like, told, like, oh, no, go back. But then, like, the next three stupid. people use their hands. Yes. And you see Mark again, and he's, like, balancing. Why he's, are like, you not he's fucking, not why using, is everyone not using their hands? Why is are they all not? Especially yeah. after you've fallen. Why use your hands, dog? Idiot. Um, Yeah. Then they have to, like, okay, so they walk across the beam, and then they have to climb up a ladder to get to the top of the platform before they slide down that giant slide. Yes, and Sandra, she is going slow, but she is moving steadily. Yes. Like, I think she's not a liability for her tribe. But when she gets to the top of the ladder, people are, like, trying to pull her up, and it's, like... People are on the balance beam behind her. There's no rush for, like, no, Sandra's not like, holding anyone up at this point. She waves them away. And, and she's like, I don't need you to pull me up. And I think that kind of pisses people off. But it's also yeah. like, I fucking wouldn't want you to pull me up this ladder when it's literally no reason for you to pull it's me a really up this tough ladder. Moment. It's a really tough moment because in the moment, which is a stressful, high-octane moment, mm -hmm. Sandra needs to let them help her just because to do, oh i know to do the opposite and she doesn't need help and you're right there's no reason for them to do that but it's just like they're not trying to be condescending or anything and she's not even trying to be rude it's mm -hmm. just like a, like oh no i got it like i i don't need your help and whatever it and like any annoyance non-team player comes through even just through like physical exertion and having yeah. to talk in that moment and whatever but it's just like it's a faux pas it's it definitely is. it's a misfoot it's not good. I get real fucking nervous for Sandra during this challenge. Speaking of that slide, though. Oh, my God. This challenge looks so brutal. And part of that is you go down the slide and the impact just looks awful. Like, you're just taking it all in the ankles and knees, I bet. The impact and, like, people in short shorts just, like, skin ripping on the ass. Like, you can hear their skin being oh. ripped off. I some it might have been uh I don't know. Somebody though somebody imagine, got yeah. their skin and they like Ouch. oh my at like physically punishing. Awful. So awful. And then we're at the chain pole, the maypole, all around the maypole. Uh and who is it? It's uh blue for they get their they don't, you know, they're really smart. They get the chain a lot of chain before they even attempt putting it on the platform and on their first attempt they're good and then red feeling the pressure of being behind tries to reach it doesn't make it goes back has to go around another time or two hashtag not enough chain hashtag get that chain so they get their chest there's 10 blocks inside two words they blood and out, water yeah right away sandra like immediately screams it out for everyone no one needs to think well which good on her i mean like i don't think she screams it out i don't know if the tribe the other the opposing tribe heard her yell i think blood they were already working on it they had both yeah just saying that like it, it's super simple and you know yes immediately they get it um chrissy fucking kills it as the caller for this yeah, no, the thing this like, like really let Chrissy shine. There's people on people's shoulders to reach the teeter totter, as we talked about. And Blue has this great system led by Chrissy where it's like, drop it now so the balance doesn't get out of whack. And she's directing what letter goes where. Yeah, it is like a three, two, one now. And it's like, then the two people get the next two blocks handed up to the two people then chrissy yells like really smooth whereas red by comparison is very sloppy seems very chaotic and it gives blue the victory yeah ending that red winning streak hell fucking yeah sandra 
anyone but me. Yes, <laughs> anyone but me under the bus. And then I thought it was funny that the host is like, Blue, finally, just calling it out. I mean, only episode three, but anytime, you know, someone starts to get the ball rolling on consecutive wins, you got to be afraid. I will say, I think Nina might be the only one to truly benefit from her loved one going home and might be the only one who kind of feels that right now. Interesting. I, yeah, I... I am very curious how the Sandra Nina relationship may play out post merge and if it would be a liability or a boon for Nina specifically. For Sandra, I wonder if Nina is less of a wild card for her mm-hmm. than Sandra is for Nina. But yes, yeah, so Blue has won, meaning that we spend this last part of the episode with blood. Yep. Scrambling sets in immediately. Dave gunning for Sandra, Sandra gunning gunning for Gabe. Absolutely. Dave real fucking awkward in camp. Um, Dave has this thing when he's pitching to his tribe mates that she would think less of us. She would think Australians are stupid if we didn't vote her out at this very first tribal we're going to, which is a pretty interesting, not unintelligent pitch to make. There's one statistic that Sandra throws out, and I'm not sure you caught it, but I found it really interesting. She was 29 yes. at the age of her first win. I alluded and is to now it 47. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. That's like, what, 18-year difference? And Jackie, speaking of that, speaking of that 20-year difference, no, 29 to 49, that's 20 years. 29 to 47. Oh, I thought it was 29 to 49. No, 18 years. I've been seeing, you know, Sandra, the queen, and all these news articles lately talking about Sandra and her birthday, um, her diamond jubilee. Uh, all these what? articles about the Queen's Diamond Jubilee. It's <laughs> just crazy that so Sandra funny. is being celebrated. You know, but at least she was so seen much. in public, you know? <laughs> this is the Queen. I don't know. Uh, the, the technology they have now. Is the Queen dead? That was a CGI Queen. Is, is this like... That was a deep fake, and they couldn't... England is trying to do to keep power over you, Australia? Oh, like, gosh. do you need to, like, fucking good on that shit just just throwing it out there what if just while survivor because you've been just Australia, kidding we love the queen hashtag love the queen queen is alive and well and definitely knows how to properly hold a knife when cutting a cake <laughs> look into it look into it um happy diamond jubilee sandra and <laughs> I, I also just wanted to say um, the Queen is on money in Australia. Mm-hmm. What if during when Survivor was airing, they Sandra. replaced her with Sandra? <laughs> <laughs> or if they finally replaced the motherfuckers on our money they took with some real with Survivor cultural, diverse and important people and put yes. sandra on there joe biden <laughs> loves survivor and he's replacing all the founding fathers with survivor alumni redoing fucking route rushmore oh that's too far <laughs> how would people feel about just that change just about boston rob on the one sandra on the 10 rupert on the five rupert on the five hardly have to change lincoln you just take the hat off. And... Does Jeff get the hundy? Oh, yeah. Replacing Benjamin Franklin? Yeah. Love it. And who's going on the 50 to take Grant's place? Hmm. Not Rudy. 
No. We need a lady. We need a lady. We've had a lot of guys. What about a sassy? Oh, what's her name? Mm, Sassy. Fuck. Tweet at us. Tweet at us. Tweet at us with us. You tell us who's on the 50 survivor cast. Survivor currency replacements under hashtag give me that survivor money, Joe Biden. So they decide that they're going to split the vote between Sandra and Kate and their big boys are going to vote for Sandra. Sandra speaks on the, the value of alliances and she starts doing some work trying to get, you know, Dave out. Ben, specifically, who's Shay's lover, goes to tell Sandra about the, like, Dave targeting her. Tattoo Ben. Yep. He goes and, yeah, he he's he wants to be the queen's knight. He wants to, you know, let, he doesn't want to see Sandra go. He goes and talks to Sandra and then pulls in Croc as well. Kind of just saying that Dave is a loose cannon on the edge. He's erratic and wild. We can't trust him. Now's a good opportunity to get him out. And as soon as that conversation's over, everyone except for Ben has a conversation about how that's not a good idea. Let's still get Sandra out. Yes. Uh, maybe Ben isn't Sandra's knight, but he's her Prince Charles. I am not digging Dave's vibe at all starting at, like, I mean, kind of all throughout this episode. But particularly here. He's got this like, crazy floral shirt on. And it makes me like him like 10% more. But still <laughs> not batting 100. He definitely gets like real paranoid. And real like. Eh, I gotta get Sandra out. I hate her. And Sam. color our pieces of shit. Um, oh je- Jesus. That's just his vibe. I know what? that's not what he's. That's terrible. What? How does he possibly give that vibe off? <laughs> just I know no, that's not right. fair. That's, that's terrible. not fair. You're it's allowed not... to want to vote off a person and their gender and race does not need to be brought into it unless explicitly that's something Dave is doing. You're absolutely right. All jokes aside. <laughs> but San- there I've is a Sandra curse. Yes. Yes. What is the Sandra curse? That anyone who writes her name down will never win. Yes. Um, Sam kind of starts to go to bat for Dave here. Mm-hmm. It was interesting that I was a little disappointed that Sam did this. And just like my, my whole power couple dynamic of Mark and Sam really faltered this episode. Yeah. You know, I was a little bummed out with, and I think it's mostly just like, uh, I mean, she's not wrong because Sandra is a huge threat. Absolutely. And Dave, Dave hasn't been himself since his daughter went home. He did do a hard turn. I say that he's like, I have in my notes that he's just not being likable. And maybe it's just because he is kind of lashing out because he's upset his daughter got voted off. But I mean, it's just really short sighted playing. I feel like. I'm ready for tribal whenever you are. The only note I have for water (laughs) is I do wish that. There was maybe a little bit more balance. I don't mind Mm. checking in with the other tribe, even if they haven't won immunity. I agree. It would be nice to just get like a shot of them celebrating. And I just a shot. Yeah, give me give me two minutes with them. Two minutes of a celebration. Woohoo! We won! Yippee! Here's the idol, and then back to it. Yes. Let Let's uh dive into tribal. So it's interesting because Sandra has not gone to tribal yet. No, this whole tribe has it. No, I know, but specifically Sandra. Sandra. Okay, so we yeah. get a uh, the host kind of opens tribal by asking her, 
what are the differences between Survivor Australia and American Survivor? And I just bring up Sandra specifically because episode three is just funny to have that conversation at this point. Um, she getting less strategy until it's needed. Aussies like it the blind side, she says. Um, they really value strength. And, um, yeah, kind of the main differences that she lays out. Well, and I mean, they kind of have to value strength with these challenges. Yes. When they're all strength based at right. the beginning. Like, That's a good point. Yeah, it's necessary. Um, we got Kate feeling like she's on the chopping block. I think this is a bad, bad look for Kate at the beginning of the tribal. Mm -hmm. Like she really is signifying herself as weak and really kind of Absolutely. putting herself in everyone's mind as just like insecure. And I get like, she's very aware that she was not a part of the plans today. Wasn't keyed into them so that she's feeling like she's on the chopping block. But I think says like three times. If you're not part of the plan, you are the plan, which really is just like, and you keep talking about how you don't know what the plan is. Yeah, I think you at least want to lead with some level of confidence to at least exude some type of strength. And, you know, like it doesn't have to be physical, but just that you don't want to make yourself out to be the weak link. But this is also the spot where things hit the fucking fan. This is such a fantastic tribal. This is so crazy. So, you know, Kate makes her comment about how if you're not part of the plan, then you are the plan. And Sam's like, you know, well, there were lots of plans. So many plans. And Dave goes insane he throws shade at sam he says oh she's the social butterfly she flits from group to group and it's just it's so fucking funny to watch this happen just to watch dave shoot himself in the foot in real time to in the moment see him start torpedoing his own alliances well and watching the smirk on sandra's face yes. as she's like I didn't have to do a fucking thing. I literally did nothing. And at, at shit the, went crazy without me having to do a fucking thing. Truly at the last moment, Dave starts antagonizing one of his few remaining allies. Right? The one person who really went for bat for you. And then someone even like points out like, yo, Dave, like... Sam was honestly the only, like, one of yes. the few people sticking up for you. Well, and, like, Sam gets very upset, like we said. Um, and then she starts, she says, can we do Dave, please? She says that and starts talking to people, specifically asking if they can now vote for Dave. Well, and that's right after she's like, Dave, I thought we were close. And Dave's like, we were. And then very quickly, oh, we Can we are. forgive it? Can oh. we forgive it? He yeah. says, too. No, no. He's like when he says when he says that we were, I'm not sure if he even like is trying to say like, oh, we were in the past and we aren't now. He's just like he he's just responding. He's he didn't just, even think no, about it. I feel like he's just lashing out and for some reason decided to land on Sam being unaware of the role she's playing. And even in this moment, he's kind of taken aback at the road he's found himself going down and is now realizing that he's fucking up. 
there's someone who is audibly laughing and I didn't catch who it is. Did you? No, but then Jonathan does say, Kate, you're loving this. So I wonder if it is Kate chuckling hmm. at the fact that she was so anxious. And now that this, this thing has broken out in front of her, that has nothing to do with oh, her. But so, yeah, I know Sam starts <laughs> to rally the Dave vote. Hashtag kill Dave. Um, it's funny that the host asked Sandra, and I wonder if Sandra's maybe been fucking with Dave this whole tribal, winding him up a little bit. Even all the talks about like valuing strength and all this shit, but um, Sandra just says, you know, we should band together, stick to stick together, and do what's best for the tribe. Which, in light of Dave's outburst, feels like a pointed comment, but is very, very diplomatically stated. Yes. Um, we get a really cool shot of the moon, kind of this like under crescent shot. Mm-hmm. And then uh, let's vote. Sandra votes first. She says, adios, mate, to Dave and puts down Dave's mate. Adios, mate. I like your hat, mate. At this point, we still don't know if Dave's idol like works for Dave fully. Still unclear for me. Uh, we see Dave vote for Kate. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a note here. Sophie has words for Dave. I think it's just Sophie being pissed off at what at Dave being a dick to Sam. And that's why she's voting for him. Yeah. Specifically, like, talks about how I'm voting for you because you were so mean to Sam. Like, yeah. no one should be mean to Sam. And Sam, like, really, really thinks about her vote. She does. And we get her talking head that it's a collateral vote. Mm-hmm. Collateral damage just in case someone has an idol. Just so she can walk away and still have options, essentially. Yeah. And, you know, I'm taking note of this as the votes come in. Because Sandra pointed out that there is a curse. Mm-hmm. So I will be noting Interesting. who votes for Sandra during which episodes to make sure none of those people Ooh. win. Is Sam to now ensure- cursed? Yeah, Sam Ooh. can't win. Ooh. Sam's not going to win according to Sandra's curse. And she turns into a, a skeleton at midnight. Maybe. Um. So Dave does play the idol for himself. It and works. it becomes clear that, yes, that is something you can do. But now I guess Khan doesn't, he has no chance at the super idol, right? No. But so according to their communication, at the next immunity or next reward challenge when they see each other next. Yeah. They will both be wearing hats, which indicate whether or not they have the they idol. S- they set that up? Yes, and Dave will remove his hat in front of Khan to indicate oh, that he what? had to use his idol. How did I miss the secret spy shit? I don't know. That's that. just what they talked about at the Survivor Shack. Oh, damn. I completely missed that. <laughs> okay. Too busy taking notes sometimes, Cody. I, I guess so. So um, the votes come in. And I'll remind you, Jacqueline and listener, the votes for Dave do not count fucking stupid all eight of them all eight votes for dave out the window because there are 12 people on a tribe mind you he's got to be happy as fuck oh yeah so smart one he played vote his idol for sandra which was sam sam is cursed she cannot win three votes for kate 
Kate's going to fucking KFC, bitches. Yes, such a she has a really good accent. You always love a good accent. She ends on a good note. She ends positively. Funny thing about going to KFC. I wonder if KFC is popular in Australia. I mean, apparently she's going there right away. She also in her leaving statement was like, oh, I'm so excited. I got to follow Sandra around like a little puppy dog with my tongue out. It's like, that's super cute. Super cute. So this was a great episode. Loved it. Really loved it. Uh, we shouted out. And I can't wait for uh, can't wait for next week. I, I mean, we're already three episodes behind because they're fucking intense with drops. We will catch up, hopefully, at the By, tail end of this yes. week. And we'll have some UK content. And we're chugging through Survivor Syracuse still. So make sure to check that out. Check out our sister pod, Batch and Castle Cast, the one and only Bachelor CBS and Castle. CBS. The hybrid. Yeah bullshit uh yeah we're recapping <laughs> clayton's bachelor season and we're going through the entire series of castle starring nathan fillion with some watch so check that out uh we shouted out our friend mr uk and our survivor podcast uh pals at slaying the dragon pod oh yeah just wanted to also shout out mr neffitz at mr n-e-f-i-t-s um he is from Bankstown or George of Bankstown follows him. He's a survivor fellow on Twitter. I think he does some survivor recaps himself and uh, shouted out the pod Woo! likes our Australia content. Glad <laughs> to have you listening. My friend. I mean, amazed if you've made it this far and super glad to have you here. Come on the pod sometime. Yeah. We Check like out to talk our back to catalog or Hey, and uh, a little, under two years time when we're down under ourselves invite us onto your podcast i'm not positive that he has a podcast or lives oh. in australia but he might have a podcast and live in australia so we're going I'm... to australia and new zealand here folks oi i like your pod mate <laughs> <laughs> all right well with that we hope that you have the best of evenings and we'll see you next week Bye bye now Ooh. The record, the stop record button's not working. Huh. Really? Try it again. And we won't, not necessarily next week. <laughs> next week. It probably won't be a full week no, until we have our next It's like episode. a Wednesday right now, so. Once we're caught up, well, then they're fucking still doing three, three episodes a week. a week. I know, Jesus. that start on okay. our, like. There's yeah, no possible consistent schedule to Australia drops. Listen to it. It's great. <laughs>